Hi, this is Kat. Welcome to the second installment of Leah Cycling Solo. And I'd like to take this opportunity to make a small announcement. The audio on this podcast is not going to be consistent. We record it when we can. Sometimes Leah's in a bathroom at a campsite because it's after quiet hours. And sometimes I'm at work at night, actually working while I'm talking to her. So it's not always going to be consistent. Sometimes you'll hear planes, wind, rain, maybe a train rolling by, birds chirping, maybe my, my boss talking to me. So, uh, you know, there's ambient sound going on on both ends. And um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to apologize for that. I'm sorry. Okay, that's out of the way. Also, sometimes you'll hear very obvious edits. And that is because when a person has been on a bike for 10 hours, sometimes they tend to ramble. And I've been given carte blanche to edit out the ramblings. So I promise you we're, we're giving you the best stuff. And um, thanks again for listening. Enjoy the show. British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia, then we end in Newfoundland. But first, the Duffy! Hello and welcome to the second installment of Leah Cycling Solo. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Leah. I feel like I, I feel like I should have my bicycle bell go off when you do that. Oh, we can maybe we'll, we'll put that in post. Sure. <laughs> well, hello. Bring. Hi. What day are you on? Uh, day eight has just been completed. So when we last talked to you, you were in Squamish. Yes, I was in Squamish. And uh, let me tell you, a lot has happened since then. It's been a very eventful week, <laughs> shall we say. <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, I'll give you the quick rundown. Essentially, uh, the next day I rode from Squamish to uh, Pemberton. So that was through Whistler on to Pemberton. It, w- it rained. Mm. It started raining early, early in the morning. And it didn't stop raining until well on through the night after I'd fallen asleep. Uh, so it was, it was raining, uh, which on one hand actually was, was good because it meant that the uh, weekend warriors weren't out riding with me. I didn't have other cyclists to contend with, and I also didn't have the traffic coming up from Vancouver. Uh, so the traffic was less. So that's good. Mm-hmm. That's the positive thing. Uh, the negative was that um, I was drenched. And it was very cold. It was near freezing temperatures. Uh, so I did stop in Whistler for some lunch. Uh, got some hot miso soup and some hot tea in me. It didn't do anything because I was too wet. Yeah. Uh, so I pushed on uh, to Pemberton. Uh, and uh, once you get to Whistler, it's more downhill to Pemberton. The climb from Squamish to Whistler is... It's there. I mean, it's not the hardest climb, but the fact that I was so cold, I had to stop continuously to, to like, run around in, in one spot to, like, bring feeling back into my feet. So you would, it was you insane. Would, you would pull over, get off your bike, and run around. Yeah. 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 Like, totally 
run in place, do jumping jacks on the side of the highway in the pouring rain. Did you get any was, any funny looks? Uh, I don't know. And frankly, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I had to do what I had to do. I mean, like, if I saw a car coming, like, I might, like, stop being so manic about it. <laughs> but I was still, like, kicking, like, stomping my feet on the ground. Like, come mm-hmm. on, wake up. Like, you can do this kind of thing. Uh, it was brutal. And then when I uh, finally got to Nairn Falls, which is three kilometers outside of Pemberton, um, uh, the, it's a popular campground. So I pulled in there and uh, um, quickly set up my tent as fast as I could and basically just like did everything I could to keep my sleeping bag dry, uh, but otherwise changed my clothes, got into some dry clothes, and that's when I called you. Yeah, <laughs> just shivering, uh, and and you had the you know wherewithal to be like, can you put on some more layers maybe, and uh, all that jazz, and I did, and then I made some some soup and some hot chocolate, and I felt much better yeah. after that. But holy crap, that was brutal. Were you able to sleep that night? Uh, I was. It was it was quite cold, but I was able to sleep. Um, the uh, park rangers there were very sweet. They were, it was an Irish couple doing patrol that night, and they actually took all my food for me because uh, they don't have bear bins, and they just, yeah, they, they held on to my food and brought it back first thing in the morning, which that's, was kind of cool. That's very cool. Um, yeah, and actually the the girl let me sit in her truck and just, like, warm up at one point, so she felt so bad for me. <laughs> I was really, really cold. Uh, if, if anybody out there uh, follows me on Instagram, you'll see a, a semi-miserable shot of me all bundled up like <laughs> down in my tent. <laughs> yeah, you do look pretty miserable. I was just like, this is, I wasn't afraid for my life. It wasn't like near hypothermic temperatures, but it was cold. Yeah. It just sucked. Uh, so that was, uh, the day after Squamish. And then the next day I was a rest day. It was my first rest day. And, uh, I rode my bike into Pemberton, a very cute little town. Uh, had some lunch, uh, cleaned my bike at a bike shop there. And, uh, Waited for my brother's girlfriend's sister to come and pick me up uh, because it was my brother's 30th birthday and we threw a surprise. I, I didn't throw him a surprise party. I just went. His girlfriend threw him a big surprise party. Awesome. My parents flew in. It was a really awesome surprise. There were a lot of people there. We had a great time. So we had the surprise party, had a ton of fun. And while my parents were there, my dad said, you know, I've been thinking... Since we're here, I'd really like to join you for a day. And I was like, what do you mean? He doesn't have a bike. What is he talking about? He's like, I mean, I want to carry your gear and just sort of, like, watch you ride. Hmm. And I was like, well, Dad, that's ridiculous. Like, it's okay. Thank you. It's very kind. But I, that's, no. That's, it's a, no. And he was like, no, come on. I'd, I'd really like to. Where do you ride tomorrow? And I stopped and I realized, <laughs> oh, my God. I ride the Duffy tomorrow. <gasps> oh, do I want him to carry my bags for me? Oh, shoot. And I had to go back and forth. I was like, is this cheating? <laughs> and a lot of people who know the Duffy insisted it's not cheating. You're still riding. Let him carry your gear. Mm-hmm. So I did. I had a sag wagon all day. I had a support vehicle, which was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really, really glad because, first of all, we didn't leave until later in the day. 
Like, I didn't start riding until almost 1 o'clock in the afternoon, which was ridiculous. Uh, just errands to run and whatnot. But the beginning was gorgeous. The first 10 miles was flat. You're going through uh, uh, res- native reserves. You're going through just, like, beautiful, like, quiet two-lane roads. Um, and then the Duffy begins, 10 miles in. Um, and you're looking out over a lake, and it's really beautiful. Uh, and you start to climb. And then you keep climbing. And then you keep climbing. And at first, it's all switchbacks. And they're steep switchbacks. But that's okay. I've done this kind of stuff before on this bike. I can do it. It's hard, but, like, whatever. That's cool. Beautiful view. Enjoying the view. After the Duffy, it just keeps climbing. So the switchbacks are gone, but you're just still climbing. So you said after, after the meaning after the Duffy Lake? No. I, I believe, I, my impression, I could be wrong, but my impression is that the Duffy is the switchbacks. Okay. And then it continues on past Duffy. I need clarification on that because okay. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. However, all in all, it's a 10-mile climb it's a big, with it's a huge literally hill. no breaks. No breaks. Yeah. I, I've done, like, uh, Latigo Canyon in L.A. or Malibu, whatever, uh, is a 10-mile climb. Right. But there's some respite there. Like, you get a bit of a downhill at one point. There's, like, a, you get a break. Yeah. And the grades aren't as steep. So I've climbed for 10 miles before, but this was ridiculous. And when I got to about mile 18 and a half, um, I stopped for, you know, the fifth time. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, all right, I need to actually sit down. Like, I don't feel good. My mom had been saying, get in the truck, relax, sit in the soft seat. You know, I was like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just give me a second, I'm going to grab a bite to eat, and then, like, I'm going to keep going. This time, I was like, yeah, I'm getting in the truck. I just needed to sit down. So uh, um, so after about 20 minutes, I was like, all right, let's do this. Okay. Got back on my bike, and I basically did one more climb, and I was at the top, and it was just downhill from there. Oh, cool. Uh, so thank God, because it was like, those was about mile 19, 19 and a half, something like that. Um I still had to ride. I ended up riding like 41 miles that day, but a lot of it was downhill uh, after the, after the Duffy, but it was just like after that climb, holy crap. Like I was so exhausted. There was all this beautiful scenery and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Where is a freaking campsite? Like, (laughs) Just get me to the end, please. Holy shit. So, uh, that was quite the day. Wow. Duffy done. Could I have done it with my panniers? Guess what? We'll never know. <laughs> like, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, I probably could have. There would have been a ton of stopping. Yeah. Uh, and I would have had to have left very early in the morning. Yeah. So uh, I'm just glad I didn't because, good Lord, that was a rough climb. Um, well, congratulations so, on the Duffy. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's over. Okay. Uh, it was it was good. It, I I would totally do it again in a heartbeat, uh, just for the training. It's really good training. Hmm. Uh, my brother, who's ridden from, uh, I don't know, did he start in Victoria? 
uh, or I don't remember, but he he's ridden the route that I've that I'm currently on. He's ridden before. He's he stopped in Banff, I think. Kind of did a big loop around BC, uh, so he didn't go straight across. But he's done this part, and he said that the Duffy was his hardest, most challenging day yeah. of the entire ride. I bet. So I'm just really glad that my parents were there to help me out. It no was kidding. really nice. Great timing. So that was cool. It was fun. We had a good time. We're going to do it again in, in Ontario. They're going to uh, be my support vehicle through part of Ontario. Um, so we'll have some more fun again later. Will, will they take turns riding with you, or they're just they both want to stay in the car? They're going to take turns riding with me okay, cool. in Ontario. Great. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Cool. I'm excited now. Leah, how about the scenery that you've been riding through and how it's changed? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to note is that since we last spoke, the the landscape has changed so dramatically. Hmm. I went from being in the mountains uh, that next day uh, there were like snow-capped mountains. Um and, and just beautiful, beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that changed to the mountains went away. Well, there's just like, and, well, sorry, the ocean went away. Uh, and then like riding and constantly hearing the sound of water, whether it was like a river or a stream or a creek or waterfalls, like barely a moment without hearing water moving around somewhere mm-hmm. it's so beautiful and like uh, it's been so nice to be reminded of how peaceful lakes are because i've been around the ocean for a while now my childhood was with with lakes uh so it's gone from that uh and like walls of trees just like on the side of the road it's just like the forest is so thick on like vancouver island and stuff and then you know now the trees, you know, kind of started to go away. And it, it was more spaced out and became like farmland and, and just greenery, but like less trees. And then today, honestly, like it looks like Arizona. Hmm. In one day, I went from mountains and, and rivers and uh, trees to rock and brush uh, and, and heat. Hmm. It's been really cool, like, over the course of a day. Crazy. Yesterday, I was, I was in Lillooet. It, it, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. I'm just on a bike. Like, I'm not even going very fast. So, anyway, wait, I've wait, been wait, rambling. Wait, wait, hold on. I wanted... you're, you're doing this on a bike? <laughs> bicycle, oh bicycle, God. bicycle, yes. Uh, so, are you what still is... technically in the Rockies? No. In fact, You're, you're through the, the Rockies? No. Oh. I, I haven't started the Rockies. What? I haven't started the Rockies. Oh, okay. The Rockies are <laughs> the next mountain range. Oh, and they start on the eastern side of British Columbia and go into Alberta. Okay. So, like, <clears throat> so Rogers Pass is probably going to be the height of the Rockies. I see. Yeah. All right. And that's, that's coming up, though. That's in a few days. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, right. ma'am. Well, that's going to be a big day as well. Have you seen any new or interesting animals since we talked? Uh, hey, so when 
what's the animal that like when it sees its shadow it's like six more months of, or weeks or whatever winter or whatever it is what is it called that's a groundhog i think they were groundhogs cool i think that's what they were i saw a, a, another eagle last night hmm. um <laughs> it was kind of hilarious because um i saw him from far away I was like, oh, my God, it's a bald eagle. It's so pretty. It's up in a tree. And then it took a big dump. Ah. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> it pooped. And then and then it flew to another tree. And I was like, okay, I got to take a picture. So as I was getting up to the tree, I stopped to take a picture. And there were so many mosquitoes. So I'm, like, thrashing around at the mosquitoes, trying to get them to leave me alone. And, uh... The eagle and, thought you were uh, nuts. Yeah, so the pictures of the eagle are blurry. Nice. <laughs> I was like, forget it. It's not happening. Um, yeah. So uh, that and the groundhogs and um, nothing else. I'm seeing so many signs saying these animals, like, be aware of these animals for the next, you know, X number of kilometers. So right. like, like crossings, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So deer and uh, mountain goats, hmm. but I haven't seen anything. Hmm. I just see signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All well, right. listen. Um, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Have a good ride. Have a good uh, you know next couple of days, and um, maybe next time we talk to you, you will have done. Uh, the pass. Roger's pass. Well, we'll see, won't we? We will. We will indeed. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Awesome. That would be very, very cool. Alright, well, hey, listen, Leah. Yes. Ride safe. Thank you. And keep spinning. Just keep spinning. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Leah. Have a good night. Thank you. To find out more about Leah and her journey, you can go to leahcyclingsolo.com. All kinds of good stuff there, like a list of her gear, her planned route, and her blog. You can also follow Leah on Instagram at leahcyclingsolo. Thanks for listening.